0: Hello, my friends, and welcome to the Inspiring Life School podcast. I'm your host, Francis Fidikovic, and the next two episodes are going to involve me chatting about something that I don't often do on this podcast, which is all about my business. So I'm going to be pulling back the curtain and sharing with you the three biggest mistakes that I've made in my business in this episode today. And then the next one, I'm going to be chatting about the next best three lessons that I've learned in my business over the last five years. Now, for those who aren't familiar with my story, so back in 2018, I started my website and my blog, which was inspiring. Life.com. It originally started as inspiring life dreams. And I set myself a goal that first year to get a million pages which lo and behold, I discovered on that very last day of the year, like New Year's Eve, I was away camping with my family and friends. I was enjoying this sunset on a beach with zero internet access. Until somehow I managed to like get just a little bit of access and I realized that I'd actually achieved my crazy, crazy goal that my kids had told me would never happen on that last day. They used to say to me, like, in what world are people a million people gonna want to read your writing? Well, it turns out it's this world. So fast forward five years, here I am, still absolutely doing what I love the most, which is writing and creating content and courses and recording for you this podcast, all from the comfort of my own home. But I promise you, like it hasn't all been a bed of roses, which is why I wanted to share with you like all the hardest lessons that I've learned over the years first before I get to the good stuff in the next episode and to be honest like I've always been very open about my business journey and the rapid growth that I've had I shared that all in the past because a lot of people you know would ask me like tell me exactly what you're doing so I would then go and create courses for them like I created boost your traffic course after I got so many requests about how I was generating such high amounts of traffic to my website and so I thought like I'll just tell them exactly everything that I know to be true and I'll just share with them all my strategies. And then I created Content is King that explained exactly in great detail how I was consistently publishing 20 articles a month without fail. And this is way before anything like AI existed. So these were like 20 traffic generating blog posts every single month created by a real human with a human touch. And they just connected with my audience. And I also created how to write a book in 30 days after people said, like, how are you doing this? Exactly. How have you published over 20 books? And I thought, I'm just going to share it with them. And that's how all my business courses came to be. I think I also created how to launch your podcast in 10 days, because that's exactly what I did. How to let your biz be easy blueprint was also created just to serve my fellow blogging and business peers who were really like curious about the specific ways that I was doing things and I was doing things differently. And this is back when I was active in Facebook groups because I was still just a newbie back then. And in my early years, like I really thrived on having that connection with fellow business owners, but as fantastic as I think that all these courses are, and I've always felt compelled to create them just to help business owners out. Like they would literally be busting and bursting to be created. You'll really hear me speak about them nowadays, because I've always been super clear about the fact that I'm here to help the soul solid mums have a great family life while achieving their dreams, which sort of leads me to the first of the three biggest mistakes that I made in my business over the last five years. And before I share these mistakes, I just want to know that they're not something that I spend any time dwelling over that I feel, you know, incredible regret. They happen because they was supposed to happen to me. They were part of my growth and I definitely learned from these lessons, but even still like despite all the wisdom I gained, if I had to do things over again, I would definitely skip repeating these mistakes. A mistake number one is not sticking to one thing. So I think I gave you a little hint before when I was speaking about all the business courses that I created, that it was pretty obvious like right from the beginning that I was like really multi-passionate in the early years of my business. Actually, I'm still really multi-passionate. So after the success of my first website, Inspiring Mom Life, which won the Best Parenting Blog Award back in 2019, I went on to create a whole bunch of other websites, including Dream Being My Friend, which is the original name of this podcast. That website won the Best Personal Development Blog in 2021. I also had a Saving Money and Making Money Finance. Website for mums. I had a healthy living website for mums and another secret niche website that I created. And I haven't yet sold because I keep on thinking like maybe one of my kids will have to take it over in the future. But pretty much by year two or three of my business, I had five websites that I was actively writing for and growing at the same time, all on my lonesome with zero outside help, which I would definitely never, ever, ever recommend that you do. And if I could go back in time, I wouldn't do it over again. And do you want to know why? It's like that saying by Confucius says, like the man who chases two rabbits catches neither so that first year I want you to imagine like I was climbing up a mountain going straight to the top but rather than continuing to like walk towards the peak to build upon the success I'd already achieved I decided to take like a few weird detours and I'm not sure why I did that other than the fact that I love the excitement of building something new I love writing I love generating traffic but what ended up happening was that my efforts were just being diluted okay it became stretched across all these different ventures and my mind became so scattered because now I had so many different things and so many different businesses to focus on that eventually like I knew that something had to give something like otherwise going to just like burn out and I just made the decision to just come back and focus on one business and one business only so if you haven't yet read the book it's by Gary Keller who wrote the one thing I definitely recommend that you go and read it ASAP but basically what he's arguing is that the key to extraordinary success is to focus daily on the one thing that's going to make all the difference in achieving your one specific goal so so to start like to understand your purpose, you could ask yourself, like, what's the one thing that I can do in my life that's going to mean the most to me? And by doing this one thing, everything else will be easier or unnecessary. So there's another quote that I love by Robert Brault, who said, we are kept from our goal, not by obstacles, but by a clearer path to a lesser goal. So just make sure that you're working out what your real priorities are, because when you know what they are and you focus exclusively on the most important things every single day, everything else will fall into place. Like incredible focus on one thing each day is what leads to that incredible success. So last year I took his advice. I slowly sold off and retired all my other websites. And so that now I've only have one and one focus only inspiring mom life. And my gosh, like since then the change has been so incredible because my focus is now really clear rather than scattered. And I also make sure to focus on the needle mover activities in my business. So that ultimately like I'm working less, but creating more impact with the time that I do devote to my work, which is never more than 25 hours per week Okay, with no out Outside help so now for mistake number two I was actively avoiding selling. So this mistake, I can sort of understand me making because when I first started my business, like I was really introverted, which I probably still am. And by nature, I was definitely not a pushy person, which is also still true. So the idea of like actively selling every day when I first started my business was something that I just didn't want to do. And I know it sounds sort of ridiculous right now, just to say it out loud, because it's almost as if you were to enter a shop, you know, like you come into a shop today, let's just say you go to the shops and they're actively like hiding all the stuff that they have to sell to you. And the salesperson doesn't even come over to ask you know, would you like some help? So when I started creating my courses in the second year of my business, I was a little bit like Kevin Costner's character in the field of dreams. Like when he said, build it and they will come. So I had this impression like that once a course was created, I would just let everyone know, you know, Hey, this is now available. And then that's it. Like, I'd never mention it again. So, of course, like, whenever I did mention it, the sales would flow through. But then, if I didn't mention it again for ages, like, surprise, surprise, like, the amount that I was earning was like directly equivalent to the offers I was making. And it took me a really long time to really understand that, you know, to sell doesn't mean that you have to be pushy. And selling is, in fact, just a way of serving your audience. So, it would be like terrible for me to sit here and watch people struggle in life and know that I have the solution. Like, I can literally offer them a solution that's going to take their pain away or solve their problem or transform their life and not say to them, you know, here's a way that I can help you. Because if you were to see someone drowning, like you would go and save them, right? And the same goes for the people in your audience. Like if they need help, you need to just offer to help. Hey, my friend, I just wanted to pop in and let you know that I've just created for you a super special thank you gift just for listening to this podcast. So this collection includes my Do Something ebook, The No BS Guide for anyone who needs to stop wasting their time today. There's also my Who Before How roadmap that pinpoints exactly who you need to become before you can even begin to achieve your goals. And there's also my How to Be a Great Mum Guide without feeling like a maid or a robot, my perfect plan for me time every day, and finally, my ultimate affirmation collection that includes includes over a hundred pages of my best curated affirmations just for you. So to claim your free thank you gift, simply go to inspiringmomlife.com forward slash thank you. That's inspiringmomlife.com forward slash thank you. And you can sign up and receive instant access to all five gifts inside this collection. Feel free to press pause and do it now because I'm going to be here waiting for you. And this is just another way of me letting you know just how much I appreciate your support. And that's it for now. Let's jump back into the show. And I remember once hearing this marketing guru say that it isn't the best course or product or service that sells the most, but it's the one that's marketed the best. And that sort of made me stop and think about how I could just convey the value of my courses to my audience. Because even though I might know that they're amazing and jam-packed with really clear, simple strategies that anyone can implement in their life, and there's always the fact that I over-deliver with everything that I do, but is this really clear to others? Like, do I need to do a better job at conveying the value or improving the sales page if something's not selling? as I'm expecting it to, or just, I need to speak about it more. And I swear, just making those little changes in your email marketing, in your sales page can just make a massive difference to the amount that you earn. So don't be afraid to sell and be willing to experiment and tweak things in your business. Because as solo entrepreneurs, we often have to wear like lots of different hats in our business. Like I know I personally am the writer, I'm the course creator, I'm the CEO expert in my business, but I can't ignore the fact that marketing and sales is actually like an integral and component of any successful business. It's like how you earn money. Like you could have the most amazing products. And if you don't sell them, you won't make money. And what I've discovered is that the more offers I make, the more money I earn. And I really learned to embrace like making these offers out of a genuine desire to help others. So six and a half thousand students later, I'm so glad that I didn't continue to keep my courses hidden in the back corner, just waiting to be randomly discovered instead, I brought them out all into the open. I switched on the light and I show people exactly where they could go just to get the help that they need. So So now for mistake number three, constantly looking sideways. So as if like mistakes number one and two weren't big enough, I had to add like one more mistake to the mix. And I feel like this one caused me so much more angst in the early years. Like I feel like there was this one random comment by a so called business expert in my second year that actually led to me getting off track. Like back then, I shared in a group that my long term goal was to get one million page views every single month to my website because that would equal a really healthy five figure income each month from ad revenue. And I remember she said to me, Oh, you shouldn't do that. Like you shouldn't put all your eggs in one basket. So I ditched that goal. And instead I started all those extra websites. I created all those courses. And even though I do love that I added digital courses to my income stream, the ironic thing is that I know plenty of fellow bloggers that actually stuck to that one thing, creating content. And now they get over a million page views a month and they earn incredible amounts of money just from having that one basket. Okay. Because they refuse to look sideways and get distracted. So what do I mean by looking sideways? It's like when you spend your time way too much Time getting distracted by what other business owners are doing. Like you might see someone speaking about their success on TikTok. So, you, you know, now you want to try TikTok too. Oh, gosh, I did that. And then there are people who are creating reels so that you think, well, oh, I have to create reels too, which for the record, I have never succumbed to. But I did spend way too much time thinking I needed to do reels just to be successful, even though I had no desire to do them. And I'm so glad that I trusted my gut on that. And someone else might be telling you, well, YouTube's the way to go. So you think you've got to do that too. And then other people are selling this and that and everything. And you feel like you've got to sell this and that and everything too. And I swear this is enough to drive a person crazy. And I personally have never, ever, ever felt clearer than that first year in my business when I just had that one goal. 1 million pages, I tuned out everything else, everyone else, and I focused on that goal alone and nothing else. Okay, Switch off the social media and get focused on what you want to work on and what you want to achieve. Because whenever I've stopped to look sideways or paid attention to what other people are doing and thinking I've got to do the same, that is the times. Like Every time I've done that, I've stumbled and tripped on my path, and it's led to unnecessary noise and chatter in my mind, and it's drowned out my own original creative ideas that are sitting inside my own soul waiting to be let out. And so nowadays, I honestly don't care what other people are doing. I, of course, like I appreciate great offers when I see them made, but I remind myself constantly of this mantra. I want to stay focused on my own path, stay focused on my own path. I do what I feel called to do. And if I feel a strong resistance towards something, I just trust that it's not for me. I'm the only person that I want to compare myself to. And my goal is simply to keep on growing and evolving at my own pace in my life and in my business, not according to someone else's set schedule, but according to my own flexible timeline that sometimes needs to be adjusted. But I always choose to have faith and trust that always things will work out for me in the end. Okay. And I'm always exactly where I need to be right now. So that is it for my three biggest mistakes. I'm sure like I have plenty more to share with you, but those are the ones that came to mind when I wrote down my list. It's like, yeah, like I've got to talk about these ones. So stay tuned to the next episode, where I'm going to share with you my three biggest and best lessons that I've learned over the last five years. So as you know, like I love and appreciate you all so much. And if you're looking for business support, please know that I've created some really amazing courses to fast track your business success go to inspiringlifeschool.com. There's a courses tab and you will find courses there under parenting, personal development. You're going to be looking for the business ones. And so with that being said, thanks so much. And I can't wait to catch you on the next episode. It is going to be such a great one. And I will see you there.